As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening. God bless you. It is indeed an honor and a pleasure to come before you on today. And of course, we have great leadership here at Greater Emmanuel, I'm sure you know. And that is none other than the chief apostle of the Church of God in Christ, our leader and pastor, Bishop J. Drew Sheard. So we certainly honor God for him. I'm so happy to have here uh, with my family, to be here with my son and daughter. And boy, am I blessed. I'm in between uh, jewels here. They are, they are, oh my goodness, a piece of my heart. I, listen, don't mess with my children. <laughs> That's what a mother does every now and then. So we're happy to be here with you, and we're going to go right into the next segment. Um, here, what's it? This is part two series yes, of the family. Okay, family um, matters. Family matters. You know that is very important. It is very important to talk about family. The scripture says that out of the mouth uh, there is life and death power in the tongue right so it's very important that we communicate so let's go right into it um here you want to open us up with prayer Sure. Yes, ma'am. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for direction, God. We thank you for this opportunity to serve your people, Father God, who we consider our family, Father. We we honor you and we glorify you and we thank you, Father, for our leaders, Bishop J. Drew Sheard and Dr. Karen Clark Sheard, God. And we're asking that you anoint us for this moment and allow us to provide solutions and answers for the viewers today. We give you the glory, God. Let this bring you glory as well as a smile to your face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Jay Drew, is there a scripture maybe yes. you can think of? Oh, yes. thank you. I'm going to um, read a scripture uh, from Joshua uh, 24 and 15. And it says, pray that your family would be one who would be dedicated to serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Yes. Thank you for that scripture. Yes, we will certainly serve the Lord. And that's what we're going to do today. And we thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like and share, share it to your families because this is very important. This word will be helpful to your family. Amen. So let us start here. Um, you can lead us right into it from where you all left off with with uh, your father. Yes, ma'am. We had a great time with dad. It was good conversation and great memorable stories oh, really? that he shared. He gave good stories. Yes. <laughs> um, and we left off with talking about, um, you know, how do you deal with competition in the family? And then uh, one of the comments that some of the viewers left was how to keep a prayer life in your family. Oh, yes. That is so, so essential. Mm -hmm. You know how during the pandemic they said certain things was essential. Yeah. And so that you could be safe. Yes, ma'am. Prayer is essential. There is one thing that I had. Um, I remember when I had the Bible study mm -hmm. um, talking about prayer. Prayer is so important because I thought about one of the principles that I came up with and I want you to just write this down mm -hmm. because this will be helpful. Um, prayer is important. 
That's why we can testify. Many times you hear people saying, you know, prayer, uh, when I pray, things just changed in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's because of the great God that we serve. That means he was listening. Mm -hmm. He attended himself unto your prayer. Mm -hmm. And it says, let me reassure you. Let me reassure you that when you kneel before God, prayer, the prayer will keep turning in your life but you gotta stay consistent. So it's important that you gather your family together and pray. And one thing is very important, prayer will change the prognosis mm. of a bad diagnosis. Yeah. Listen, mm -hmm. you know, we have so many issues and prognosis in our family, yes, you know? And I mean, if you think about it, um, issues are gonna happen. Everybody's not perfect. Um, you're going to have issues. Everybody's different. God is so amazing. He made us all different. But I think the problem is, is that we don't implement prayer in our family. Uh, what is it? The family that prays together mm -hmm. stays together. together. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to add that um, since we were talking about prayer yeah. and how important it is to be implemented. Mm -hmm. So we can move forward to the next. Um, hopefully they'll know that it's very important that you, I sometimes, I used to actually, when you all were small, I cover you with the blood before you go to school. Mm -hmm. It's so much happening in the society today uh, when you're going to schools because they're coming from different households and mm -hmm. different influences mm -hmm. are, are being um, uh, put out mm -hmm. in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. When you have a group of people from uh, every creed, yes, um, different, um, the household, exactly, yeah. nationality. So you, you got to make sure that your children will be under subjection to the foundation that you establish in your home. Amen. It's so very important. So I learned to, to pray over you all. Uh, I remember that time when you uh, were walking out to get ready to get on the bus and I was praying. I said, Lord, cover and protect them. Amen. And Lord have mercy. I didn't know whether it was a sign. Kiera fell under the bus. The school bus was pulled up right in front, of, in front of the house. And I said, Lord, was that a sign or was she just clumsy? <laughs> and I turned around and looked back at the children. Well, I looked at the children on the bus. They were laughing. Then I turned around to my dear mother and she was laughing too. <laughs> okay. Oh Praise God. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to mention that because a lot of times, sometimes you can be praying and praying and praying and the enemy will come in like a flood. Yes. But you got to have that faith to know God's going to cover her. I, I know I saw that, you know, is this the way this day going to start off? Because sometimes it's like that. and you, But you got to bring it under subjection yes. with prayer and say, no, 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 no. Uh-uh, you say then you gonna, you're not going to be around my children. They're going to have a good day today. Yes, She's not going to fall no more under that bus. <laughs> <laughs> Can I add to what you're saying, Mom? Mm -hmm. um, your sense of discernment. You know, Jeju and I have brought friends home, and you be like, uh-uh-uh-uh. I can yeah. see right through them and that ain't right. Yeah. And I think um, speaking of prayer life in the family, the Holy Spirit will guide you and help you. You know, even it kind of changed because of your prayer life, because of dad's prayer life. Yeah. I then began to pray for my, like I called it last time, my first best friend. That was my first way of learning how to pray for someone outside of mommy and daddy. I got to intercede on behalf of my brother. So yeah. sometimes if I saw that J. Drew had friends or something wasn't right, I'm like, nah, I don't. And he could do the same thing to me. So, 
prayer in the family, it goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And I think too, when Drew was talking about, you know, now I make these declarations over my life, I'm gonna be a good uh, father, I'm gonna be a good sis a brother, a good, mm -hmm. you know, son. I make those declarations and the Holy Spirit too will give you the confidence and the strategy on how you should communicate with your family members mm -hmm. because it's not the same approach that probably we can have with ourselves or with our mom. Like every person is their own individual. And the Holy Spirit, there's a scripture. I wish I knew it. I just studied it. But there's a scripture. I'm going to find it when you start talking about There's a scripture where the Bible says that he anoints you with intelligence. Mm -hmm. So I think that if we not limit and box the Holy Holy Spirit in will yes. understand that he'll help you with your relationships Absolutely. Um, because some of the greatest things you tell me uh, that ain't that ain't the one for you he ain't the one for you that friend ain't this uh, I don't know what they doing in their house if I didn't have a praying mother I'm not sure that you would have been able to pinpoint certain things that I would wow. not be at the wrong household Wow it's so important to have that discernment because God will give you that discernment yes. um, even you know uh, I think about uh, Jay Drew mm -hmm. being a father, yeah. and um, when when like when you started talking about the discernment, a lot of times God can give you um, the idea of what's going on in their mind. Right. He'll show you different signs, yeah. and then and I I don't know if you ever been there before with your children, Jay Drew, mm -hmm. but that's the way God works. Yeah. He'll give you this discernment, especially when you have the prayer life, as Kiera was speaking of, and, and, and sometimes you can, you can call that thing out yeah. before it gets any worse than it is. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, maybe you, you, have a, you ever had a moment where you saw something in your children and you said, you know, let me, let me if, even if you had to have a communication moment with them. Yeah, absolutely. I've had, uh, quite few times where I saw some things that was bothering, um, you know, my, my, my kids, um, and particularly more so, uh, you know, by having a daughter, you know, um, you know, that communication right there can already be a little, you know, up and down because she's a girl and I'm a man, mm -hmm. you know, so there's certain things that she may not come up, you know, just straight to it and be like, Dad, such and such, you know, which, why it's important that we communicate with our children and tell them you can always come and talk to your parents about anything, you know. So, um, and prayer play, plays a big role in that. Um, and, it, you know, as, Kier, as both of you already stated, you know, we once we pray, God shows us signs as mm -hmm. to any types of issues, you know. And, right. you know, it's just, you can just see it as a parent too. But I think the vision is much clearer and that discernment is much clearer if you have a prayer life, you know, Absolutely. so I just think that it's important that, you know, you maintain a prayer life. I want to um, uh, refer back to a scripture in Psalms 91, um, 9 through 12, and it says, uh, pray for protection for every member of your family. If you make the most high of dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will be ha will befall you. Uh, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Mm. You know, so I just wanted to add that in there. But having the prayer life with your family and praying over your kids, it, it really gives you that 
that discernment and you know in favor as well you you know you pray and you you ask god to to give your kids that favor as well to, to where they don't have to you know um act as the other children or act as their environment it's like you be yourself you know, God's got you covered. Your parents got you covered. Right. You do you do what you want to do. You don't have to always be easily influenced by your environment or your surroundings or your friends. You know, you, and then it's even more important now because these kids, they have these tablets and iPads right. and TV, right. and they know how to work this stuff extremely well. Mm -hmm. They know how to type. I remember Callie couldn't even spell. Wow. And she was finding YouTube videos and she they'll put the phone up and they'll she'll talk it to it yeah. and then it'll come up, you know. Yeah. So it's like their their access to um to life, their you know, it's everything is just right there. You right. know. So you also gotta monitor that and pray over that as well. You know, they, they just see way more stuff than we saw when we was growing up yeah. and were exposed to more things. So that's yeah. good. That, that yeah, that's powerful. When you were reading that scripture, I thought about um, when it says, "Thy shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against um, the, 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 what it really kind of explains. It says that this tells us that believers have angels divinely assigned to protect and strengthen them mm. for spiritual dangers mm. that's ahead. Mm -hmm. What you were doing uh, when you were talking about the social media, mm. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. And it is our responsibility as parents to and uh, grandparents to cover them and protect them and to let them know that you know that the, as the scripture says that the one who makes god his or her refuge in 91 and mm -hmm. 9 and 13 yeah. will not experience harm because the lord has commissioned his angels to watch over him mm -hmm. the the way you are uh giving them you are showing protection when they see that they're they're saying oh wow they're looking out for me. So that mm -hmm. that I just wanted to elaborate on that yeah. as well, knowing that God protects them when we're not around. Yes. Right. Listen, Absolutely. when you just the, the sound counseling that you gave to your children, mm -hmm. trust me, they're going to remember that. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. God's going to make sure they keep that in mind. What your dad said, mm -hmm. when I'm not around, I remember dad said, no, don't scroll through. Through the social media like that, cause it's not good. Cause she mm -hmm. came to me actually. Callie mm -hmm. said, "Dad doesn't want me to watch that anymore." <laughs> I said, "Well, you do what Dad said do." <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to show you that you know what you your sound counseling is working. Mm -hmm. It's working, and that's part of the scripture that says it's protection. Yes, ma'am. And that scripture that I was mentioning about him anointing us with intelligence, it's Exodus 31 and three, and I'm a read. From the English Standard Version, it says, "And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with the with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship." And then in the fourth verse, it says, "To devise." artistic designs and to work in gold and silver so yes this scripture is relating to him building something you know him Absolutely. being in a different space but it goes to show that our God is limitless and he'll give you the characteristics that are need for you yeah. to be successful in every aspect of life Absolutely. and and that just that 
it awakens something in me because it's like, oh, the Lord will give you intelligence. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you unlearned things or things that aren't learned at all in schools and books. You can Google all you want, but wow. God will give us the wisdom on how to successfully flourish together in our villages, in the, the familial spaces that he's given us. That's, mm -hmm. good. That, that's powerful. Amen. I thought about the scripture, the other scripture in Proverbs 29 and 15. Yes, ma'am. Um, when it talks about um, sparing the rod. Yeah. And then the it says, the rod and reproof. I didn't know if that was common English that you gave us that scripture was, but anyway, it says the rod and reproof give wisdom. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, you know, ah, don't, you remember back in the day, we used to whoop y'all and mm -hmm. spank y'all. And I used to say, don't you ever do <laughs> That uh, you know, we'll have a word that <laughs> of every strap that we place upon you. But I think that's part of, you know, us in our own way saying, you know, I'm not just going to hit you. I want you to know what I'm, you know, uh, what, why am I disciplining you? Yes. Mm -hmm. I want you to know the reasons. And so this scripture says the rod and reproof give wisdom. But a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Mm -hmm. Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delight unto the soul. Mm -hmm. And then it, it's, let me just say, this scripture, if, if, if you allow me to explain it, it's easy to wimp out, be passive, and without discipline, but doing so will eventually bring you sorrow and disgrace. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to see your children join the ranks of the rebellious, mm -hmm. discipline them mm -hmm. for their own good, for eventually the wicked will experience a downfall. Mm, so, so it's so important that we don't say, we don't think that certain things they do are, are cute. Mm -hmm. Oh, they just laughing it off. Yeah. You see, mm -hmm. you see them, like I saw, uh, one clip, and I think the child was uh, pretty much, um, I guess, move, had movements. Okay. You know, and, you know, I can see if it was a movement, you know, but it, for to see a little baby girl mm -hmm. just move her body like that, it's, it's a certain way you should discipline yes, mm -hmm. and yes, say, no, we, want, we don't want to do it this way, but we want to do it that way yes, to make it look clean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. It makes you. total sense. Absolutely. And I think the scriptures that you shared, it kind of covers the one of the comments that we saw um, from the last session about gentle parenting. Comments spoke about gentle parenting and children requiring different forms of discipline and communication. And how you, you know, so eloquently said, you know, and that was a way of correction. Hey, you too young for you to be moving your body like that mm -hmm. you know or there were certain times when you've corrected Jay Drew and I you didn't take the same reprimand or approach 
um, to correct certain things. Yes. Um, or things that I wore. It what you didn't make me feel less than, you know. But mm -hmm. when it was time, and when you knew, I think too, that's where the prayer life comes within the family, because you also can discern. I've noticed that you've discerned in me when a different spirit was kind of driving me to kind of act a certain kind of way, <laughs> right. you know, and then you, the daddy chopped my shoulders one time. We shared that story. Right. And so I think that is where prayer life has come in. And I, I am learning a lot in these sessions, you know, for once when I have my children, right. um, but the prayer is like, it's shown you to say, uh-uh, that's something else. You know how you used to tell us, um, where you get that from? Right. You know, like you mm -hmm. picked it up from, and that is a such thing oh, it's yeah. so many things that we pick up from different spaces from different cultures yeah. like you said we go to school we see different perspectives and we're learning that oh y'all don't do it that way in y'all house well let me yeah. try y'all let me take that back home let me pick it up take it back yeah. home and see what mama do mama just passed out no we don't do that here exactly. you know so i i appreciate still you all correcting us and seeing the beauty like what um Bishop Paul was sharing when he said a lot of people uh, don't want to take the instruction, but you want my money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's a it's the instruction has a lot to do with our success in flourishing. So I appreciate mm -hmm. the correction that y'all have given. us. Absolutely. Good. That's good. I'm so glad to see the fruits. Yeah. I see it through my children. It's just good to see parents. You have to know that the Lord will allow you to see as they as they live and through life um, journey through their their journey of life, God has a way of letting you see the nuggets that you instill in them, and and you you to give you hope, mm -hmm. to say you know what, okay, they they listened at what I said, they just didn't shun it away, and I thought about here when you had, were mentioning, um, speaking when it says um, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. It takes a village, that's a saying. Um, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, it really means that the community is responsible for looking after the child. Mm -hmm. To put it more clearly, it may, making sure that they learn important life lessons, mm -hmm. such as respecting their elders and demonstrating proper manners, all of that. We, implementing our children, yet respect isn't one-sided. The members of the community must also listen to the children mm, so that they feel heard and appreciated. Mm -hmm. So parents, we, we have a responsibility to hear them out mm -hmm. and not always dashing it out all the time, but to hear them out. So I think another, um, way of saying that it takes a village a lot of times you'll family time and it's valuable time to me i've always said that mm -hmm. family reunions are important family um when we come together thanksgiving it's so important that we come together um because the aunts the uncles mm -hmm. can share with you um different nuggets of, and, and to just just receive from all from the aunt's side from the grand I mean both of you can say my grandparents taught me a lot mm -hmm. so that's a part of this when it, this saying when it says it takes a village to raise a child oh my goodness I could say right now that your grandparents 
when we two, when we had spoken to you about different things, when they said it, they actually explained it a different way. And then I said, oh, that's another side. Mm -hmm. That's another way to look at it. So that's how it, this is important, this saying is important. So good. And, and to those who may uh, not have your biological union, um, we at Greater Emmanuel, our parents are such great leaders, and I'm not just tooting their horn because they're my parents, but literally I have extended brothers and sisters like Tiffany. Tiffany is sometimes at the house more than me and Jay Drew. Um, and we're grateful for Tiffany, you know, and she's just as passionate um, for the ministry. It's so many other, you know, extended family members that we can say are here at the church that may not always be at the house. But Chelsea, I've seen Chelsea since I was at least, I think, six, 16 or 17. So there is longevity in the ministry. And the Bible talks about adopted sons and daughters. It talks about extending the family. That's what the body of Christ is all about. And I think the beautiful thing about the Lord is that he, he understood that there would be some disconnects and there are going to be some people that I use just for you to get into the earth because I, I have a purpose for you. But I promise to cultivate a village that will sustain you, that will de develop you and cultivate you as well and so we have spiritual sons daughters sisters brothers and all of that and we come here i absolutely adore malachi uh i call him malachi <laughs> his real name is micaiah <laughs> but i love micaiah and he's like a brother so when he comes he's like hey big sis you know and it will have random conversations so um i just want to encourage you to know that god will give you the village that you need mm -hmm. and maybe you feel like my mama don't understand my vision my mama don't understand where I'm going. Maybe she doesn't understand my spiritual, my spirituality, you know, or maybe you've grown up in a home with people that are into Catholicism yeah. and you're like, but I believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah. God will give you that union in that village. So I just hope that you're assured and knowing that you're not left out. God has a, when he, when it says he has a plan for you right. and, and you were predestined, then you have to believe that you had, he got something set up for you. Good. And greater Emmanuel, I have seen it with my own eyes where people have been blessed people don't even want to leave Detroit wow. because of their connection yeah. and I mean you think about Brandon J Drew and Brandon it's so much it's just, I could go on and on and yeah. on so I just hope that you're encouraged to know that God has not forgotten about you and you're not left out right and you know that's so good because you know I look at J Drew now he's older and when you were mentioning about having a village of people now He's part of that village. It yeah. takes a village. Yes. You're part of that village. You, when you're sitting over there, even working in the music department, who you're doing an incredible job, when you're giving instructions, you know, that is your, that's your space. That's your element. Mm -hmm. And you're passing it down to the younger. That's part of the village yes. mm -hmm. that you were speaking of. Mothers in the church. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the village mm -hmm. because they give in sound. Uh, counseling to I remember back in the day and I really want I want this I love this next generation this new church that God is putting yeah. amongst us um, back in the day when the mothers used to tell us baby you don't need to do this right. or you don't need to do that or, that's that was part of the village yes. of helping our parents yes, you know well maybe you, because we hear it all the time at home but when somebody there said it makes you think like, oh, mom them was right. So yeah. let 
Maybe God is trying to give you get your attention. Yes. That's a part of the village, yes. just like yes. you stated. So please know that when someone corrects you or maybe an elderly person at the church, please don't be take it and, and be offended by it. But just embrace it and say, you know what? Yes, ma'am. Maybe that might have been a divine moment that God said, now I told you three times. Now this is the last person. I'm going to get the mother of the church <laughs> right. to get your attention. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the way God works sometimes. So please know that even parents, if you know that someone at the church is correcting your child, don't be so offended quick to be offended. Yeah. Just know that it's a part of that village that we are speaking of today Ooh. to protect and cover yeah. your family. That's Just a whole to... other thing. The, mm -hmm. the parents nowadays don't want nobody to tell their children nothing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But you, you, it's like you were trying to say something, Jay. No, I was going to say it's, it's definitely different components, like different uh, great things to, you know, have, uh, uh, having that help from the village. I can attest uh, personally that having that village also helps me be a better father mm. you know because sometimes you want the best for your kids so much and you understand that you just sometimes not capable mm. but having that family member you know like i often right. say you know when i get my kids you know the the go-to you know of course they want to be with me but my go-to is i would rather y'all go out to y'all grandparents house because it's bigger space <laughs> and y'all have more fun over there you know yeah. and y'all just so welcoming and even when i send them to your house and i say because you know obviously i'm getting construction done at my house renovating my house but you know even having that those different uh settings yeah. that i can create for my kids you know and you know just it makes me look like a, 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 a even good, a greater father. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Of course, they know I'm there. You know, they you you kind when when they're not around me, you all constantly, as Bishop was mentioning on the last session, uh, affirming to them that the daddy is still around. You know what I'm right. saying? By simply saying, your dad said you couldn't do this, or your dad this, your dad that, or your mom this, your mom that. You know, so I just think that this is. Having that village is, is uh, that's that's how I raised my kids. I couldn't have did it all by myself. Yeah, I'm a single parent, but absolutely not. I'm not a single parent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I want our young people to also not, you know, um, be so quick to say I did it all by myself. Because if you got a mother, they got grandparents, you know, if you got a father, they got, you know, uh, and these people help that the, it can be maybe a day out the week. But still, that gives them an opportunity to see it in a different setting and around a different family member, which yeah. helps us learn different things. Because it's certain things. Obviously, I've learned every, everything from my parents. But then I also learned some stuff from like Aunt Dorinda. Yeah. You know, I learned some stuff from Uncle Ethan. I learned some stuff yeah. from, you know, from Auntie Neat. That's good. Even people that's right. not even in the family, you oh. know, I mean, yeah. in terms of the blood side, you know, even extended, extended family members, you know, so you definitely want to you, you don't want to discredit that and, and, and overlook that too much, you know, yeah. that, you know, obviously much respect to all of the single fathers and mothers. You all are doing a great job. And I, as a single parent, want to encourage you to stay prayed up and keep doing the best you can do. Yeah. You know, because you never know. Little do people know is that kids are blessings. Yeah. 
You know, I know uh, regardless of the mistakes that we made as single parents or, you know, whatever, whatever the issue was, you know, it always turns into a blessing. And you have to make sure that you have that relationship with God so it can be a greater blessing to you and it'll help you in the long run. You know, so I just wanted to mention that. But having the villages, that's is that that's that's my motto. That's my go to. I tell I tell anybody, they'd be like, oh, you're doing such a and you. My family often reminds me, oh, you're doing such an amazing job. You being a great father. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I, I couldn't have did it without y'all. You know, and I often hear daddy tell stories about, you know, he didn't get a chance. Like he, he feel like he could have had more time with us. But at the time he was. He he liked to say, man, I was humping, I was I was working, <laughs> I was I was work. moving, I was trying to make moves, do this, and now look where he is now, and look where his kids are now, right. you know. So, same thing, you know. I'm a young guy just trying to figure it out and getting things together for my future and for my kids' future. And obviously, you know, it kind of limits into your parenting time, but in the long run, God is going. As long as if you continue to support, God is going to turn that thing around to where it's going to be like, okay, this is the result. I understand that you were being a great father by trying to create opportunities to um, for your kids to succeed and serving in the ministry is one of them. And just to speak to that just a little bit, serving in the ministry, I will say that has brought me so much closer to God, like just being around and actually um, you know, by, you know, Bishop and First Lady putting me in the position to be over the music department and happening to lead, those things have just took my relationship with God to another level. And I see that as a part of my fatherhood as well. Right. You know, just right. obviously to be a father, you got to lead. Yes. But serving in the, you know, serving in the music department, you know, it, 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 it helps my leadership skills and it helps me be a better father. So, yeah, I just want to just encourage, encourage you all to thank you all for encouraging me and being a part of my village. But to the parents out there, just continue to appreciate your family members, appreciate the people that get your kids gifts, appreciate the people that ask about your kids sometimes just asking how's the babies do i see some of my friends i ain't seen in years and i know they had kids you know with the relationship yeah. through social media and i and i ask them how them kids doing you know and it's just and even you never know how much of a blessing it can be for the conversation them explaining to you how the kids are doing could enlighten something in, in that person that Correct. you just asked how the kids is doing Correct. it's kind of like a Reconfirmation, if you will, like yes, okay, sir. yeah, the kids is doing good. Oh yeah, I t I took them. They they taking over. They tell me what to do. They boss me. You know, you know, just that good. I don't want to be long winded, but just no, wanted to speak to that. Excellent. That is excellent. I'm I, I mean, I just listening at you, Jay Drew. It's it's just amazing to see many of you all remember the sheards when um, <laughs> <laughs> I told Jay Drew. You ain't gonna talk about my church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and look what God has done to mm -hmm. see him, wow, just blossoming as I spoke of in the other session. See him blossoming, you know, spiritually. It's just blessing my soul right now. And to see how he's a part of that village now yeah. of, of, of helping yeah. others. So I, I'm, I'm so proud, so mm -hmm. proud of you. Mm -hmm. um, Kiera, uh, what, what, what was the other um, that we wanted to mention on? Um, I, I don't know, but can I add to what Drew is saying? Absolutely. 
Um, it was it was two things you said, Jay, that really struck me and encouraged me. As far as the village, going to church, um, church and ministry and all of that, being connected and, and doing what we need to do, it holds us accountable. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, why do I still got to do, I don't got to do that in church. I don't need to do this and I don't need to do that. But when you come to the church house, you're going to have people that get on your nerves on your job, mm -hmm. when you go home, and when you come to church. Mm -hmm. But that too is a part of building, you know, your covenant and your relationships. But also, I can say that some of my greatest skill sets have been developed in the church. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to also encourage, um, Prophet Hall came and he talked to a lot of us millennials and Gen Z's. Yes. I want to encourage you to, um, if you feel like you have skill sets, let us be that other extended family that can encourage you. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you really are a master at that. Yes. So come and practice on the church. God makes a uh, room for you to, the Bible says your gifts will make room oh, for you. Mm -hmm. And so there may be some gifts that may need to be ignited in you. And that spiritual village, the church um, can do that mm -hmm. for you. And, and I can just remember um, Auntie Vicky is one of them that's been in our lives since we were like eight. Mm -hmm. And we've developed relationships with Jay Brooks and Jessica. Jay Brooks, mm -hmm. he does, like we do life together now. We're mm -hmm. on the road, we work together and all that. Mm -hmm. But that was one of my village moments when we were in Auntie Vicky's house. We used to play church. Mm -hmm. And one of them times we went in, we was like in the floor crying, you know, and, and actually speaking in tongues. And that moment was a villaging moment, if I can say it that way. Mm -hmm. She didn't come in trying to see what was going on. She knew what was going on. Right. And I think too, it was also a reflection of our mother's choice. Mm -hmm. I let you go to Auntie Vicky's house because I trust you in her space because right. mm -hmm. we have the same, you know, spiritual aspects or Christian uh, principles. Mm -hmm. So the village, I, I'm excited from what I've learned, but to have a fun, we have fun as children too. Mm -hmm. yeah. We used to sing songs together. We know some of the greatest <laughs> gospel songs together. There's a hill on Outer Drive that Auntie Sean used to take us over, uh -huh. you know, and now Keisha is a super great friend. We, like we've developed some really great friendships yeah. because mm -hmm. of the village um, in the church. So I, I really believe in the village and it, it's super helpful, um, especially when you find friends that believe in you and that remind you of your potential and your destiny. That's mm -hmm. good, that's powerful. That's just, so I guess it's important that you acquire a healthy village and you gotta make sure that, of course, that village backs up what you have instilled in your children. Oh, I'm telling you, this was great. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Take it from here, Kiara. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed it and we can um, sow our seeds. If you believe in the ministry, which I believe in this ministry, I'm a daughter of this ministry, both spiritually and naturally, and the Lord has blessed us in a tremendous way. So we want to encourage you to sow a seed. The way we stay in contact with you is by us sowing seeds into what our bishop says, into fertile ground. This is fertile ground. You have sons and daughters who are establishing themselves and sustaining themselves by God's approval and his anointing. And so we want to encourage you to keep sowing a seed in this ministry as we have things for your children, your marriage. What else? We got stuff uh, for the community. So you are sowing into fertile ground. This, the ways of giving are on the screen. Please don't hesitate. And I promise you it's going to come back to you. I'm a faithful tither here at Greater Emmanuel. I'm a cheerful giver here at Greater Emmanuel. And I have not seen drought in my bank account. So I hope that you are encouraged to sow a seed. Um, 
Um, if you want some things to change in your family, uh, your home or whatever it is, or maybe you like, I need to connect with the spiritual family and you feel like there's a disconnect naturally, Greater Emmanuel is this, the place to sow your seed and you can come visit us too. And hopefully if you sow your seed tonight and if you're not a member, the Lord will come back to you by multiplying and manifesting and your harvest being answers. And he'll tell you where you need to go. You need to go up there to Seven Mile and Schaefer, the Great Emmanuel. So sow your seed tonight. Did you want me to pray to mommy or did, was that it? Yeah. So you see, so you see the ways of giving. If you are giving, type on the screen, I'm sowing my seed and it's coming back to me big, 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 big. I, I want you to put that on the screen and believe it. We believe in the principles. That's why we're so passionate about it. That's why we're consistent. Our leaders come to you every Wednesday, Sunday and Friday. I send them out of order, but it's because we believe and we've seen God's hand and his principles manifest in our lives. So let's go before the throne of grace and let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. God, we thank you that you've given us the opportunity, God, the income to yes. give, to sow a seed. And so, God, we're asking, Lord, that you allow us to reap a great harvest, Father. You know the harvest that we need, Father God. Maybe it's in mental stability, financial stability. Maybe it's in new ways and wisdoms of ways of communication with our children, with our parents, with our loved ones. Or, Father God, maybe you're pricking someone's heart, Father, to connect with the church so that they can be sustained in the way that you're calling them to be sustained. Maybe their natural mothers and fathers, Father, don't have all the way what it takes to drive them to the destination that you're calling them to. So maybe you're rerouting them in this season and in this time to connect with some spiritual leaders so that they can have the counsel that is necessary for their lives. And so, God, we thank you for the purpose-driven lives that are coming out of our homes, Father. And we come against chaos, and we thank you again for the seeds. We're blessing you, and thank you that the harvest will be big, yes. and we speak the victory over our lives. In Jesus' name we Jesus. pray. Touch our leaders as well, God. Allow these harvests to come back to us in a way and in a form, Father, of a blessing to be to our leaders. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We are so glad and we're praying that all things work together today for your good of them that love the Lord. And I promise you, you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when you come and when you go. Please know that we are praying for you. We're praying for you to have miracles, signs, and wonders be on your life. And of course, we're going to conclude with a prayer, believing that God will reign in your life, rule in your life, and take this word that was sent out today through us that it will be a blessing in your life. Father, we thank you for this time of gathering together to speak on families, God. We thank you for our family. We thank you for our leader. We thank you for Greater Emmanuel family. We thank you for those, Lord, that are online, our online family. God, I pray that everything we say and do, God, will bring miracles, signs, and wonders, and a blessing in their life, and a, most of all, a change for you to be glorified. God, we magnify. We could not have come this far without you. And God, we're looking for change to take place in families. Oh God, and we're rebuking Satan's devices right now. We're decreeing and we're declaring, God, that families will come together. Hallelujah. And reflect 
hallelujah, the Christ that's within us. And God, we speak it and declare it, and we speak peace in those families, peace in relationships, peace, God, with that mother, that son, daughter, that child. God, bring peace, God, and we'll love you and tell the world that you did it again. And God will glorify you and magnify you in Jesus' dear name. Amen. God bless you. See you next time. We love you. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening.